2: Live here on the Extra Yard on the Five Reasons Sports Network. And this is a show first. Not only do we have the triple box, uh, Hussam, who was nice enough to fill in uh, for Troy earlier this week, is here. Troy is back from New Jersey. Uh, I I, I told the people you were up there taking care of some mafia business, right? Hey, forget (laughs) about it. (laughs) You were up there with all those made guys up there in Jersey. But this is also a show first because Troy Stratford is actually going to be cooking during the show, so it's like, we got we got the best of all worlds here, sports show, cooking show, let the people know what you're cooking down there.
3: Actually, I'm going to cook some, I'm going <laughs> to steam some broccoli, I'm going to make some rice, and I am going to make some pork chops. Oh, man. That's the wife, like... she, she has a meeting she has to go to, so she told me I'm on my own, <laughs> so I'm
2: on my own. <laughs> I love it I love it because awesome. she's she's the real cook in the house <laughs> and, and you got the, gourmet. You, you got your dog to feed there as well I see
3: oh you sort the dog yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's so big now
2: and like he wants to be involved in everything so yeah, yeah. so it'll be all right yeah everybody today and, and hello Hussam let me introduce you as well before we start diving headfirst into Lamar Jackson how are you again sir
1: i'm good man i'm good uh short stint from when you you asked me i'm doing good ate some uh didn't didn't really cook anything like what troy's doing but um had some good hot chicken really enjoy it as well um was spicy gave my tongue a little bit of a flavor blast but thinking i should have brought it on here to eat on the show just like the good old days like we used to do in the donald dailies absolutely man absolutely now i want to i want
3: to see you eat that hot stuff where you just the Start reaper sweating right away
1: do you, donald do you remember that day when ethan came on the show and i was eating chicken biryani and i was just inhaling that shit yes <laughs> i remember i've never seen anyone eat so fast is when i saw
3: that
2: <laughs> i'm having uh, a beer too by the way can i do I that on it.
3: like
1: yeah, you it's kidding there,
2: me? I mean, uh, I'm actually kind of embarrassed that I'm just drinking water over here. I should have uh, should have brought out like a shot of something. Yeah, my good
1: old Kirkland water bottle.
2: Hey, saving man, Kirkland signature. So the entire NFL world is talking right right now about Lamar Jackson. Uh, it's been reported that the Ravens, in their offensive coordinator search, did not provide assurances that Lamar Jackson is actually going to return as the team's quarterback next year. Uh, So that goes to show you they're not all that confident. They're expected to franchise tag him. But uh, with his future and his contract being far less than certain there, there's always then the possibility teams could try to blow away the Baltimore Ravens with trade offers. Right. I'm seeing people talk about the Atlanta Falcons. There's always going to be talk about, you know, the New York Jets. And so. Troy, let let me start with you on this one. Uh, You know, uh, Hussam and I had a conversation yesterday about whether the Dolphins should go after Derek Carr, who's, you know, a free agent now, uh, or, you know, do you – yeah. Honestly, I I gave the thumbs down as well. I ended up giving a thumbs down on that with Derek Carr. uh, But, you know, obviously you wouldn't have to trade assets for him. You would just have to pay him, you know, money, maybe a lot of money. But in the case of Lamar Jackson, you're talking about having to make a blockbuster trade. Would you rather gamble, you know, on, on Tua's concussion situation and gamble on him working out? Or do you put all your chips on the table, Troy? And do you at least try to get Lamar Jackson to Miami?
3: This is a tough one. i got to be honest. Because I always thought that Le- Lamar Jackson would go back to the Baltimore Ravens and play next season under the front franchise tab, right? Yeah. So one year under that. You're pissed off because they're not investing in you long term. And I'm sitting there saying, OK, Tua play for the Miami Dolphins this year and we play it out. We see what happens, because if we were to take a poll right now, I believe all three of us will say. I believe he's going to get hurt at some point this next coming season, right? Tua, his history says he's going to get hurt. So, Lamar goes to Baltimore. He plays one season under the franchise tag. And the Miami Dolphins, they go one more round with Tua. And if things go badly for the Miami Dolphins, then after that year of Lamar, if he's not traded elsewhere, they sit there and they go after him no matter what it takes no matter who you have to trade outside of Tyreek Hill, maybe Waddle, you trade it, and you go get Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is a local kid. Grew up here in Pompano. Would love to come home. And that's how I see it for the Miami Dolphins. So unless the Baltimore Ravens are sitting there saying, you know, we got to trade him now because we're going to lose him and we're not going to get anything for him, I'm sitting there saying Miami Dolphins is the ideal place for Lamar Jackson to want to go and continue his career and play at home. That's how I see it. I
2: I, I agree with everything you said there. What do you think, Hussam, about uh, Lamar Jackson, either putting all your chips on the table now or maybe after a franchise tag season?
1: You know, I think the idea of Lamar Jackson in Miami is just it's fun for Everybody involved, whether you're a tool fan or not. I mean, Lamar Jackson is a former NFL MVP. He's been in the playoffs. He's got he's got playoff experience. Although he hasn't had a lot of support from his organization, uh, he hasn't had the weapons um, as well. The defense has carried him a couple times, but Lamar Jackson is just an exceptional, exceptional player. I don't know if you guys remember my uh, article back in September detailing that. Lamar actually had the Dolphins on his short list of teams. He was initially offered a contract up to $290 million um, over the course of the contract, but only uh, $133 million was guaranteed. Now, the thing is, who signed? Who signed? You can't use only an $130 million
3: in the same sentence. Is that you all? You just can't do it. I know where you're going. But well, you just can't.
1: You can't put that in the same sentence. I can't how, put that how, in the how, same How much do you, how much you, you dude, think? Uh, I, I can't. I, the CPA rules have changed. That's how that that's how drastic yeah. it's, it's, it's gone up to. Because the thing is, Lamar he wants a fully guaranteed contract, right? You know, give it's, it to it's, him. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's going to become a players' league very very soon, sort of similar like to the NBA. The NBA. Exactly. And, you know, it sets him up for success like, God forbid, he gets hurt again. God forbid he gets another leg injury. But not only that, he didn't want Greg Roman as his offensive play caller um, if he were to continue his career with the Baltimore Ravens. Now we see Greg Roman isn't in Baltimore anymore. The Ravens just hired Georgia offensive coordinator Todd Monkin. really, really good offensive coordinator at Georgia Bright bright and was fantastic under Kirby Smart and his offensive scheme. And, you know, they, they ran the ball a lot, but they also passed the ball when they needed to do with the Stetson Bennett. Now, here's the thing. Everyone's talking about, oh, Lamar's not a passer, blah, 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 whatever. The guy's a former MVP. The guy's a former MVP. The guy threw for, I believe, 38 touchdowns his MVP year, his sophomore season with only six picks. I mean, last year in Baltimore, even though he did get hurt, most of his throws were – uh, around the middle of the field kind of like what the Dolphins offense does as well. But uh, I mean, you got to think about it. The the Dolphins from what we hear and what it looks like they're committed to Tua this year. Um You know, the Ravens want to work something out with Lamar Jackson, but he has his list. Like he could go to Atlanta. However, I've heard that Atlanta is committed to Desmond Ritter and would not want to give up uh multiple firsts for Lamar Jackson in their original trade discussions with the Cleveland Browns, you know what the Atlanta Falcons offered and what the Cleveland Browns accepted? What?
3: What's that? I'm sorry.
1: what the Houston Texans accepted? Right for 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 uh, yeah. one first round pick. Wow. For Deshaun Watson, wow. that's it, and they had initially accepted it. Imagine what it will take to get a former league MVP, a fantastic runner, a great passer and a fantastic athlete, Lamar Jackson, for the Atlanta
2: Falcons. Let me ask you this follow-up, though. Could he wind up with the New York Jets? Because that would honestly like that, that would really piss me off. Like if I, if I were Chris Greer and sometimes I feel like I could do his job better than he does. If I were Chris Greer, I'd be thinking like, okay, I've got, I've got some, some interest in Lamar Jackson, but maybe sticking with Tua is better for continuity salary cap situation. But then if I catch wind of the Jets being close to making a deal, I say, I've got to get him because he makes my team better, and I got to get him so they don't get him. Like I, I I know people always say, don't worry about other teams, worry about yourself. But when you're talking about a division rival, I do think you have to worry about other teams.
1: I, I, I don't think Lamar will go someplace where he will not want to go to. Lamar mm-hmm. will do what Lamar wants to do. I mean, I even reported that his list included the Detroit Lions and the Philadelphia Eagles as well. Along with the Miami Dolphins, I mean Philly. We know they're going to be committed to Jalen Hurts. They may sign him yeah. to a fifty million dollar uh, per year contract, and it looks like the Lions they they have the picks, they have the space. But I mean, it it's really up to Lamar and what he wants to do. Now, will the Jack uh, will yeah, uh, pass you know,
3: pass this on to Lamar? I played in Detroit. I don't know, like six weeks. He doesn't want to go to Detroit. Sucks. <laughs> I. I I was there maybe I don't know four or six weeks, never saw the sunshine. <clears throat> the place sucks. I'm just putting it out there. Well, I mean I don't I mean, care. I don't care what Detroit has. Do not go to Detroit lines. They, they,
2: they got that Detroit style pizza that's cut in squares. Is that does that appeal to you? I I, I never had. <laughs> I I don't care. I don't care for the idea of it. Like I why do you got to cut in squares? Makes no sense.
1: I, I will I say, though, Detroit, just as as a football team, they have a young team on the rise. Yeah. You know, they, they need a little bit of help on defense. They have a good offensive line. They have a running game. They have weapons, which Lamar yeah. hasn't had in his NFL career either. I mean, who has good. he thrown to? Yeah, that's a good point. Who has he good. thrown yeah. to? You have Amon Ross, St. Brown. You have Jameson Williams from Alabama. You have a fantastic, strong offensive line, kind of like how he did uh, in Baltimore. I mean, why wouldn't you go to Detroit? I mean, Aaron Rodgers. He's like because he's it's something. Detroit. Yeah, <laughs> because it's Detroit. But strictly football terms, Troy. You know well, and, and,
2: and, and at least they have a dome. Like I, I saw um, uh, Justin Fields even mention in, in Chicago. Like he kind of hopes they build a dome there because the weather is not ideal for a quarterback. And listen, I you know I, I don't know how people in, in Chicago feel about those comments. Although if I if I were a Bears fan in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind them building a freaking dome. I don't have to. I don't have to dress like I'm in Alaska every time I go to a game in November and December. So maybe there's something to that. I've been reading,
3: I guess, the last couple of days, where the Chicago Bears may actually trade Justin Fields, because what do they have? Number one, or number two, three? I don't know what they have. Well, I, believe, it, what?
1: I, I do believe that the Bears have the number two overall pick if I'm not mistaken or or, or the number one I believe I they have the number one, one. one pick in the NFL draft. Yeah uh, so people
3: are saying that they may trade justin fields.
1: Uh, um you got like Fields. uh like they do have the number one overall pick but yeah they do they have Justin Fields he didn't have any weapons he didn't have an offensive line right the defense yeah. didn't give him that support it's and I c- kind of compare this to uh, the 2021 year when everyone was telling the Dolphins to trade to away and draft Justin Fields. I mean, that's what it was. Yep. That That's what this situation is like. I was one of those they, people, by the way. Justin
3: yep. Fields is very interesting. I, you know, I, I got to be honest before we came on and started this, I never gave Justin Fields a thought. Like I've read yeah. over the last couple of days where Chicago may trade him And I'm sitting there saying, okay, so you are 100% sure that the potential quarterbacks that are coming out of college this year are better than Justin Fields. Because Justin Fields, like you said, Usan, he wasn't surrounded by a lot of weapons. And I stand and say, you have to have a complete offense, right, or defense, whichever way you're focusing and for the Chicago Bears to sit there and say he didn't get it done and we're just going to bring in another quarterback, I, I, I don't know about that. Justin Fields, to me, he, yeah, he had more, I guess, highlights when it comes to
1: running this past season. As and and to the thing to is true, he wasn't even a running quarterback at Ohio Right, State. right. He's right. a true pocket right. passer that can go through his progressions.
2: Yeah. I, I want to bring, I want to bring this back to the dolphins in a second, but I want to remind folks that, Hey, if you're, if you're looking for action and we're going to have USFL and XFL and we got NBA games, I know all-star break now, but there are props to look at in the all-star game NHL games going on. You guys want to make sure you're signed up at prize picks, dot the prize picks mobile app. It's so easy to use. It's so much fun. It's fully legal in Florida. So it's very easy to make a deposit. Very easy to make a withdrawal. You get your, your money right away. It's not like an offshore thing, anything like that. Uh, and it's so much fun because you're making these selections, guys. You sign up at Prize Picks. Uh, you use our code FIVE. That's F I V E. Spell it out, F I V E. They're going to match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. F I V E. And then you simply select, and you can go cross league and cross sport with these players. You select two, three, four, five players. The more you select, the more money you can win. You predict if they go over or under their stat projections. And if you get all your picks correct, whether it's two or even five, you win money, man. It's it's so much fun. It's so easy, easy to use. I've been having a blast with it. Troy has uh, husam who I'm sure, is having a you better be having a blast with prize picks who You sign up at prizepicks.com or the prize picks mobile app. You make your selections, but make sure you sign up with our code F-I-V-E. Five and they're gonna match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. Prize picks truly is daily fantasy made easy. You know, guys, we're wasting our time talking about you know Lamar Jackson.
0: Say goodbye
2: or any other quarterback coming here oh troy i think you're muted timeout do you you have to put the pork chops
3: on i'm doing that now okay i'm gonna i'm gonna bake them but i must say
2: super woe. how did you do i won 700 wow so you 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 were buying all the veal parmesan up in jersey then absolutely absolutely (laughs) it's funny Wow, 700 bucks. Yeah,
3: I was going to just bet the over-under, and I was going to take Philly, giving a point and a half. I would have lost. I took that,
2: yeah, I lost on that But I was
3: in New Jersey, and so the the website that I used for that wouldn't allow it. So last second, I called my son, and I said, dude, pull up prize picks, right? And I said, this is what I want. I said, I want a bet of uh Patrick Mahomes under passing yards. Smart. And I want Jalen Hurts over passing yards. Ooh. And I hit that thing. So I enjoyed the Super Bowl because Beautiful. it was a great game. And... I want money watching it.
1: Sounds like somebody knows their offensive and defensive <laughs> teams for yeah. both teams, Troy. Very
2: Absolutely. very smart. Yeah, I actually – I ended up coming out just a little bit ahead on my bets. And, by the way, guys, make sure you check out our sports betting partner, betteredge.com, B-E-T-T-O-R-edge.com. Sign up with our special URL, betteredge.com slash five reasons. They're going to give you a $20 sign-up bonus. Uh, it's a social platform where you're doing sports betting, but it's fully legal in Florida because you're not betting against the house. You're betting against other people. So it's really clever workaround, If we're being honest here, uh, the site Absolutely. is great. Betteredge.com slash five reasons. I came out a little bit ahead, uh, not not seven hundred dollars ahead, more like seven dollars ahead, maybe. Uh, but I came out ahead because thankfully, Troy, I took our guy Lee Sterling's advice and I bet the under on the national anthem. The under. oh really he went under by like a second like it it was dude, i was (laughs) sweating i I had the stopwatch app on my phone i was timing the national anthem and like (laughs) i'm I'm here i'm like i'm sweating profusely and then i'm like oh did i start it at the right time i didn't know for sure if he went under but he went under by a second and so really uh, yeah
3: that's crazy
2: so Lee, Ster- Lee Sterling and his daughter are now nine and zero the last nine years with the over unders awesome. on national Anthem. So yeah, that's you, awesome. Yeah, and I I I'm actually kind of upset at myself that I only because like you know I I, I didn't want to put like the mortgage on the freaking national anthem. So I think yeah, I bet 15, I, think, I think I bet fifteen bucks on it. But like now I'm like, why didn't I bet five hundred bucks on the national anthem? Yeah, <laughs> well, it would have been way way better. But, uh, you know, the, a recent uh, development, Troy, since the last time you and I spoke, because uh, I, 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 don't, I don't think we've spoken since Tua was doing his interviews on Super Bowl week, we no longer have to worry about concussions because he is enrolled in uh, Miyagi-Do karate, and he's, uh, he's properly, yeah, it's actually judo. It's judo that Tua is taking where he's going to learn how to fall correctly. But I, I joke, but there could be something to that, right, Troy? Because, you know, the, the, these judo guys, falling falling really is an art form. And, like, we can joke about it all we want, like he's in with the Cobra Kai now or something. But, honestly, uh, it, it's clearly the man does have issues falling because he hits the back of his head seemingly every time he gets pushed into the turf. So, hopefully, this judo can actually make a difference for him.
3: You know, the way I look at it, there is a lot of truth to that because a lot of people want to laugh at that. Yeah. When I read it, I go, okay, he's going to take judo. And you're going to learn how to fall, go to the ground. If you have that in your arsenal, you know, your repertoire, I, I definitely think it would help you. Yeah. And I'll, I'll go back to this. When I was playing and I would run into big muscular guys in the bar or whatever, and I thought this they would have been on cop- the football field. This was they, not the stuff. They, they were like, cocky. Yeah, they were cocky. Like, I could do this and I could do that. And I go, dude, the game of football is a work of art. Yeah. Like, guys aren't just out there, like, going crazy. Guys know how to move, how to move their legs, their arms. And it's, you just can't. I don't care how strong you are, how big you are, you can't just walk onto a football field and play football because either you're gonna get hurt, you're gonna get one of your teammates hurt, or you're gonna hurt someone on the other other team. So I started thinking about this and I go, all right. I I like that he's studying something new to add to his, you know, his wallet. That I believe it will pay dividends for. Him. Now, do I still think that he's going to get hurt? I mean, if you think about it, all the players that are out there, this is a 17 game season. Yeah. Most guys are going to get hurt. I just hope if he does get hurt, it's something minor that he misses one week as opposed to two weeks or three weeks and jeopardizes the franchise's season because they got to miss four games or five games and then they got to rely on the backup, who we have no idea who that backup is going to be right now because that's another important situation for the Miami Dolphins. What, what is that? In.
2: The preheat? Is the oven ready?
3: Something's beeping, right? <laughs> it's,
2: it's, it's, it sounds like your preheater. Did you put the chops in already or is that the, the preheat of the oven? Chopped.
3: Chops are in. Chops are in. Rice is
2: going. Okay. And broccoli.
3: Is going.
2: You do have Everyone a nice knows? kitchen. You do have a nice kitchen, by the way. Is that 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 thing that's like above the stove there? That like is that like a humidifier or something? Like it, it like does that like suck up the the steam? What does yeah, that do? This it
3: sucks up air. I don't know how to use it though. <laughs> I don't know how to use it. Like this house, this house has. And I can't believe I live like this. Honestly, I can't because I used to live by one. This house has no microwave in it. Really? None. <laughs> wow. No, no microwave. But you should you know, but with so those uh, seven hundred
1: dollars yeah. you won. You should buy one. <laughs> yeah.
3: There's no space. Like I see when they put it all together. I can remember we sat there and we looked at it and we go this is nice. And then I go, well, where's the microwave going? (laughs) (laughs) And there's no place for it. Oh, man. You don't want one sitting on the counter. So, we managed to
2: that's probably way better because, like, I, I use I use my microwave quite often. But people always say that, like, oh, it's not good for you. What it does to the food and all that. So I don't know, man. Troy, you're gonna live I to 150. Donald,
3: nothing is good for you nowadays. No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you know,
2: nothing is good. And our oven
3: is like super. So I'm awesome. not saying it works as fast as a, a microwave, but <laughs> yeah, a couple minutes and everything is is done.
2: Like the first two months we burned everything because the oven was like wow superb you could probably <laughs> you know? make good pizza in there then because you need like a really hot oven for that which which we have yes. oh which we have yes. my man <laughs> I, I i wanted to get Husam's take on something because you know Husam's a little a little younger than uh, the rest of us on this panel 23 years old like i I'm kind of wondering like why, God bless you for even being a Dolphin fan, because you, you know, you're not even old enough to really remember the last time they won a playoff game. You'd either not been born yet or you'd just been born the last time they won a playoff game. So for a 23-year-old man who's witnessed nothing but pain or mediocrity, what are your best Miami Dolphins memories? How did you become a fan? Oh man, this
1: is such a sad <laughs> sad, sad <laughs> thing to say but um you know initially i started off as a fan from my dad you know he was a dolphins fan he came here in the late 80s watched dan Marino and stuff and just got hooked um onto them and then onto the jimmy johnson years you know he actually met jimmy johnson at a shell gas station uh he he, he came out and you know he really the car um was filling up gas let's go buy a bag of chips, and out the bathroom, Jimmy Johnson just comes. He's like, hey. Wow. That, that hair. You see the hair from a mile away. <laughs> you, you see the hair, but, um, you know, my very first memory of a Dolphins game was Thanksgiving Day when Chris Chambers absolutely whopped The Buffalo Bills had two touchdowns, 234 That's yards, and I was hooked. I mean, wide receiver became my favorite position. After then, I wanted to be – like Chris Chambers. Um, but I, I think my my favorite memories, um, I think, was definitely when Philip Merling had, I think it was a, a strip sack or a pick six to uh, win a bit against the Jets for the Dolphins' uh, playoff berth in uh, 2008. Um, obviously, you know, the Miami Miracle, I mean, I went absolutely batshit oh, yeah. crazy. I mean, I ran all, all over my neighborhood. Uh, <laughs> the the Tua to Jalen Waddle uh, week two up against Baltimore I mean that was that was the first um, Dolphins game I watched without my dad and I oh my God I lost I, like I like oh man like that was just such a good play and just such a good game then obviously awesome. I think I think number one for me was uh, when Cleo Lemon. Oh. Through the game-winning pass, Greg Camarillo. Greg catch Camarillo in overtime versus Baltimore in 2007. When I was a kid, I was in I was in third grade back then, and I dude, I fucking lost my shit. <laughs> like, We're not going undefeated. Next They're thing win- you know, is the winless. Detroit yeah, <laughs> 2008. Yeah. Oh man, that's awesome, man.
2: So the, the the life of a young Dolphin fan. Oh, I'm just I'm not just not glad forget, you're a fan. Yeah, go forget. ahead.
1: Not to forget when Andrew Franks scored the game-winning field goal in 2016 in Buffalo to propel the Dolphins to the playoffs in 2016.
2: Yeah, I don't remember that. Because (laughs) Troy remembers the actual good times.
1: (laughs) Because Troy actually remembers playing. Yeah, right. He remembers
2: playing in some of the best games. Well, listen, I I love it. Troy, I'm so happy you're back, man. You'll have to let us know how the pork chops come out tonight because I know the wife left you alone for dinner. So hopefully they come out. A one, and I hope you don't they need. To heat, I hope you don't need to heat anything up quickly in that kitchen of yours. No, no. <laughs>
3: Actually, I learned how to eat some food cold—not cold, but oh, room yeah. temperature.
2: Yeah,
3: which in my previous life I would have never done such. And I thought yeah. okay, yeah. this is not bad. Ain't it's all too right. Bad.
1: ain't too bad. So Troy, let me let me ask you this before before yes. we go. I think this is the first show we've ever been on together. It is. What was your favorite play um, when you were playing with the Dolphins? Me personally, you personally,
3: me personally, my favorite play. It's a good question. I gotta think about making that. Make the route.
2: man think.
1: <laughs> I had
3: to make him think. I just, I just, I don't know if this one play, but. I used to love, it wasn't one play. What I loved most was because of my stature, right? I wasn't the biggest guy. And I'm talking not high school, but college and then pro. I would be challenged early on. Like, Uh. this is why I'm one of those guys that says, I'm never deferring the kickoff. I want the ball right now because I don't care who you are. You are nervous before a football game. And I used to be nervous as hell before every game that I ever played in. Every game. And I just wanted to be hit because as soon as someone hit me, I'm like, all right.
0: All right. right, It's all.
3: Because they would always talk shit. They would say to me, without fail, you little motherfucker. <laughs> and I, and my, my response would be, I'm not going anywhere. I'll be here at the end. And I would love going up to them, linking the game, patting them on the back. I wasn't one of those ads. <laughs> I, <laughs> had him on the back and I go I'm still here yo and they ain't have nothing to say like I, I can recall like playing against Bill Billy Bates I don't know if you guys remember Bill Bates with, he was a safety with the Dallas Cowboys known as a head hunter oh yeah would yeah. take people out big hits and everything and like He tackled me once, but, like, I shook his ass a couple times. (laughs) And we get off the ground, and, you know, he kind of talking shit. And I go, dude, dude, you can't play against me like that. You better slow your game down. Otherwise, I'll be doing this to you all day long. Damn. I just just love – I love when someone challenged me because then – all those nerves that I had in the beginning of the game, they go gone. It's like, all right, <laughs> are you kidding me? Like, let's go. Let's go. <laughs>
2: Dude, I, uh, that's a great question from Husam and an even better great answer question. from Troy. I, I, I love mean, it.
1: I'm, I'm just marveling at the fact, like, I just Googled up Bill Bates, right? Oh, time Super Bowl champion, Pro Bowl in yeah. 1984. Yeah. Two time second all team SEC, all rookie team. Like, yeah. Like, you just. And said, I'm a rookie. Husam, <laughs> I'm a rookie, oh, and I man. go, dude
3: you you cannot play against me like that. Slow your game down.
1: <laughs> he said, "Do you know who I am?" I <laughs> like
3: you. Don't know.
1: <laughs> by the end of the
2: game, he knew.
3: He knew by the end of yeah. the game. Absolutely,
2: yeah. Fantastic. Well, he, huge shout out and thank you to Husam, to Troy, to everyone who took time out to chat with us, like Cap, uh, Andy, who listens over from Scotland. We appreciate him from. Across the pond, Mr. 305 for real. Anthony, thank you so much for tuning in. And, yeah, we'll talk to you guys again next time. Uh, if you guys get a chance to listen, I'm going to be filling in for Mark Hockman tomorrow on the Hawk and Crowder show, so you can hear me from 2 to 6 p.m. on 560. And then uh, we'll be back on the Extra Yard on Monday right here on the 5 Reasons Sports Network. See ya.